Gentlemen, you realize what we've found. Who knows what waits for us in nature's no man's land? Those hands and those eyes! You've got to do something about it! You've got Baffling questions, astounding questions. Earthly or unearthly? Is it human or inhuman? Thing. What? You've got a goddamn booger hanging from your nose and it's fucking gross. Grandma, I want you to meet my boyfriend, Edward. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, we're late, guys. Jacob got his dick stuck in the pool heater again. In time, you'll forget about me. You really have no idea how much you mean to me. I just imprinted in my pants. Don't look now, Belle. But little Edward is totally eyeing you. Oh! Okay. Ow! I got the corn dog, so you're good with this, right? Oh, mother Pearl, this is heavy. Why on your ass? Let's move! Burn! Keep us alone, man. This isn't about you and me, Edward. This is about Bella. Okay, I get it. How do you not get tempted? I've mastered self-control. Is that Edward outside? Where? Oh, my bad. Someone's creating an army. A vampire army? No, the Salvation Army, bitch. Donald, I'm not too strong of a swimmer. Our enemies have disappeared. One remains. The cold ones. Don't hold back. <laughs> Who's that? Don't listen to him, Ronald. I told you about his mind tricks. Don't get distracted. No, which one could be? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Dick! Oh. It's impossible you're pregnant? God, I knew I should have taken those stupid shrimp tacos from that Guadalajara street vendor last night. Hello and welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, I'm Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. We have a special guest this week. We have with us here today, Alyssa Jackson. Welcome, Alyssa. Thank you so much for having me. Or, I'm not sure I should thank you for including me in this. (laughs) It was really more, I think, of a punishment for Bad Joke Thursdays. (laughs) Yes, this is the catharsis episode for me. No, uh, you were so excited when I asked you to do this episode with us. And then you saw the movie and then... And then I was like, what did I agree to? This was a terrible, terrible mistake. That's how we feel about every film we review. Yeah. Yeah. It it felt definitely like a punishment. (laughs) Though, you know, its basis, Twilight, Mm -hmm. I had read the, I have read the first book. And I've experienced one movie. um, And that was very punishing. 
So I like things that make that look bad, but this made it look bad in a whole different way. Yep. We should probably clarify. We watched a movie called Breaking Wind, which, if you didn't put it together, is a parody of Twilight, specifically Breaking Dawn. Well, is it a parody of Breaking Dawn? Is it a parody? That was actually something I wanted to ask. Somewhat. Are there other films by this same group that mock the other Twilight movies? Because it felt no. very specifically about the third it is. movie. It, it is specifically about Breaking Dawn Part 1. Part 1. Because they specified that in this film it was Breaking Wind Part 1. Part one. 1, right. Yeah. But it kind of isn't. Okay, so let me ask this first. Okay, so you said you read a book. You read the first book? Yes, I've read the first book, and then I read some absolutely brilliant uh, analyses slash recaps of the books by uh, an internet person named Cleo Linda. Mm. Highly recommend reading her recaps. They are hilarious. Mm. They also denote every time she threw the book across the room, <laughs> which is a lot. Yeah. So I'm familiar with the storyline, okay. but have not actually experienced... This particular volume. And you saw the first movie? I saw the first movie. How about you guys? Have you guys either, either read the books or seen the movies at all? Yes. Which ones? I read the books. All of them. All of them? I read the books. And, and yet here and you I, are. You know what? It, seriously, I have a love for the books just on the book level, okay? The movies can suck my dick. So can this one. <laughs> How about you, Zip? Oddly enough, I've never read any of the books. I have seen both parts one and two of Breaking Dawn. Wow. <laughs> Not because I sat down and was like, hey, I'm going to watch these movies. I'm just going to skip to the last one. I didn't watch it all the way through. I've seen the majority of both parts, though, enough to get it and yeah. to know what specifically they were trying to, to make fun of in this particular film that we saw. Here's where I lose the respect of everyone in the room. I've seen Eclipse... And Breaking Dawn Parts 1 and 2. And I would go as far as to say that Breaking Dawn Part 2 is probably one of the best movie theater experiences I've ever had. <laughs> See, I, I watch all of them like a comedy, and I, and I enjoy them as such. And I watched, uh, I watched Breaking Dawn Part 2 in the movie theater. It was a dollar theater. And uh, it was in a, full of people that thought it was just as dumb as I did. We laughed our asses off at every single point. And... <laughs> That's the only <laughs> way to watch them. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what's actually a little bit more fun. Uh... My girlfriends and I, uh, we made bingo cards for all the things that we were hoping we would see. Like, you know, Bella, Charlie mentions a baby, something's foreshadowed, all these things. So we're taking it not seriously. We're in the middle of this movie theater full of true fans who wanted our bingo cards because they thought we had made them in earnest. <laughs> and no lie, in about three-fourths the way through the movie... I got bingo, and yes, I yelled bingo in the middle of the movie theater. Yes. <laughs> but then they decided to make a parody because this was something popular in culture. And, you know, when you take a parody of a movie that's widely disliked by the masses, what could possibly go wrong? Well, <laughs> so here much. we are. <laughs> yeah. So this is breaking wind. So my point, my point I ask of this is because, like I said, I've seen three of the movies of the latter half of the, of the franchise – and this seemed more plot resembling to Eclipse. That's what I thought too. Yeah, because it's about like the army of of uh, noobs or whatever the fuck. Anywho, coming around to that, so this movie already is kind of off the rails because 
the things that I noticed, the similarities to Breaking Dawn itself were few and far between compared to the rest of the actual plot. So it's a movie parodying a movie, but it's not really parodying the movie that it's titled after. That I thought correct. that they were actually showing like a trailer for their next parody at the very end because that was the right. only part of Breaking Dawn Part 1 that they actually addressed was the last was when they get married and go on their honeymoon. And they almost didn't. Spoilers for Twilight if you're not familiar. No, well, fuck it. That's the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, do we just want to go ahead and just jump straight into this? Sure. Sure, let's. So we open with some uh, opening credits, as you do. Opens with a Craig Moss film. And I'm already thinking, okay, are you really going to try to be pretentious enough to open with the director's name? Branding a film. Yeah. So we open on rain, and a man is leaving a pub, and then he's struck by some unknown entity, and suddenly he's shirtless because a shirt comes off, and but then it reappears. Then it reappears without yeah. any explanation. After something else hits him. Yeah. It's like, is this a Jacob joke? That's what I thought at first but too. It's not. J- okay. Yep. Uh, why not? Okay. So then he's Mike Tyson because he has a Mike Tyson tattoo. He's hit again, and then he. So many jokes. Five seconds into the movie, (laughs) and we've already given up. Already tired. (laughs) But then we have the opening title, part one. Thank God there's not a part two. So we get the opening of Bella and Edward in this garden that he's reading, or she's reading shitty poetry. They're talking about marriage, and then we get our first of many fart jokes. I mean, it's called Breaking Wind. I guess it was going to happen. Yeah. A lot. I was the whole thing about changing her diaper felt like that could have gone into like a, a, you know, baby play kind of joke. But like a lot of jokes in this movie, it doesn't, there's no follow through. No, correct. Not at all. No. So yeah, there's a lot of jokes in this movie that happen solely at Bella's expense, but the act, maybe it's the, I don't know if it's the actress or just the writing itself that just doesn't re- feel like it lands compared to the other bits that take pot shots at other characters. Yeah, I would say yeah. I think if in in some cases it's a di- there were some directorial choices and opportunities <laughs> that were missed because overall I would say some? the acting in this was committed. I agree. Like, uh, absolutely. I, I, I absolutely loved the guy playing Edward. Oh my God, because he was doing the best Robert Pattinson impression I've ever seen. I thought he was great. I thought Bella was fine. Um, so overall, the acting was actually better. They did what they had to do. Yeah. I actually thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Like above average, I would say, for like mm-hmm. a, you know, for yep. what this probably was production wise. Yeah. I'd say they got pretty decent people. They did. I actually thought the guy playing the dad vampire was hilarious. And he and was better mm-hmm. than Peter Facinelli. Spot on, on yeah. impression well, of Peter Facinelli. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. Dr. Carlisle. And once again, my favorite actor in the actual movies is Billy Burke, who plays Bella's dad. Yeah. Right. And dad. in this, I love Bella's dad. Yeah. He's I cool. loved him. I, like I thought him. he was great. And he reminded me of you, actually, which was really fun. Like, I thought you totally could have played him. Don't grow a mustache. Uh, yeah, don't, no. Just don't. <laughs> no, just I really did. Yet, he, no. he reminded me of you, and it made me very, very happy. So, but, yeah, I, they, I there, were, there were so many missed opportunities. <laughs> there were so much just bullshit. It was like 12-year-old boys wrote this script. Yeah. Oh, N- yeah. Yeah. Because 
following this exchange between oh. Edward and Bella, we get her grandmother shows up, and then for no reason whatsoever, just starts giving Edward a blowjob. I was so confused mm-hmm. and really f- creeped out. But yeah, it was so confusing. It's like, oh, gra- grandma's gonna suck off Bella's boyfriend, and why? Because it's funny because she's an old person, and it's and she had to take out her teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Well, luckily it's a dream, or is it? Because she <laughs> oh shows my God. again, and then Edward starts nailing her from behind, and then it's another dream, and where we we, we officially meet Mustache Dad. And know. it's because she's been reading a book on fellatio. Like you do. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't we all? <laughs> Just but me? it says in so three easy steps. It says in three easy steps is what it says. So he starts giving her shit because like, he wants her to stop spending so much time with Edward and sp- to spend more time with people like Jacob, who we haven't met yet. The more time between that, the better. So shit music, I wrote down. Oh, my God. So the music in Twilight, all those movies, has been god-awful. This movie, I don't know if it w- they were attempting it or if it was just free music that uh, the band it that fell, went down the street. felt there. pretty accurate to yeah. the experience of watching a Twilight movie. Yeah. Like, Stephanie Meyer pretty famously made fan mixes of like these were the songs I was listening to Did when really? I wrote the books for every book mm-hmm. oh yes and it, it felt very accurate to what I, yeah. I feel There's like that the band music Parker would be. Theory did a ton of the music for this movie we cut later to uh, Bella and Edward hanging out at school because uh, we had to address him not trusting her quite so much because apparently she's a cartoonish whore in this movie yes. the way she's represented yeah it's so God. weird because that's like that's actually a part of the books mm. at this point is that Bella wants to bone, but Edward says they have to get married first because Mormon propaganda. And <laughs> but so he's like, also old fashioned, right? I mean, when he right. got turned, it was that time. Well, he's so a hundred and fifty year old virgin, right? You know, he's, he's going to take his time. He's still in that place, and so you know, it's like I, he he's being that old fashioned dude, but. You don't have to make Bella a freaking cavernous vagina whore. That was a strange joke. It kept came happening. up so many times. It's like fuck you. Okay, so here's here's your misogynistic point of view on this movie because not only is she weak and she is weak in the books too. Yeah. Okay, that's part of her deal. She's yeah. a weak ass. Uh, undecided. She's clumsy she's, and it's adorable. Right, exactly. Which is such bullshit. No, in this movie she has two jokes. One is based around her vagina, the other one's based around her butt. Because right. she farts. Yeah. So then we get our first running joke of the movie. Joke in quoting, air, air quotes, so hard. Air so quotes, hard. so hard. TMZ, a parody of that. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, it's a... I'm sorry. <laughs> has, has that joke ever landed? Because we've seen this parodied in all so kinds of different media. So many times. The, the thing is, I understand what they were doing. Like, they were taking the hype of the Team Jacob and the Team Edward, which really could have been a really well-crafted, clever thing. That okay? could have been a better running joke than this. Absolutely. Yeah. But, to, but to be like, the camera keeps running into them, and then yeah. it's ZMZ it's ZMZ in this. It's, it was so stupid. And... And even the execution of it wasn't that good. So, I'm... I, I, and the running joke is always the same. Like, hey, look, we're interviewing you. Uh, go away. We don't want to be bothered by you. But, hey, give us something. No, I'm not giving you something. That's icky. Okay, well, how about you, dude? Give us something. Uh, okay, I, I can't. 
But really, here's the secret. And it's like, okay, B- Bella has a large vagina. Yeah. Re- repeated about two other times throughout this movie. So, you know, not only does the actual concept of the joke not land, but then they they try the same thing over and over again. And this is a movie that's maybe like an hour and 15 minutes tops. Yeah. yeah. Guys, come on. Um, and we get the little... Yeah, the little people. Okay, that, I think, was the joke that I was the most confused about. I didn't understand why they were there, what function they served. It's because not little people c- are funny. That is the only reason I could figure it was there. But, like, it was so confusing. Yeah. It made no sense, and it had no basis in the books or no, anything. No, it didn't. Yeah, they didn't correspond to any other characters. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were going to do that joke, make them the Volturi or something, like, if you're going to go there then at least make it make sense. But it was just... But there was only two of them. Yeah, there was only two of them. One one you never see after that very first scene with Jasper. Yeah. It it was so confusing. So if you're going to do that, why not have them for every member of the family? Right? Right. Right. Not just the two. Terry Gilliam, just don't do it. Right. It's never (laughs) never a good idea. I would just say, like, blanket statement. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Don't make little people a joke. Like, just no. ever. It's, it's yeah. never going to work out to be funny. Yeah, I guess we should explain because these guys show up a couple times in other movies. So, like, the, the they call the Colin family because. Collins. <laughs> no, but in this, and it took me forever. I didn't realize they were saying Colin. Yeah. Uh, get it? Until nearly the end. Wind. Wind. Oh, God. Oh, right, okay. I didn't catch that either. I did not yeah. catch that. I at could all. not understand Hurts, what they were it? saying. I couldn't. Say, I were, the, were they saying clone? Col- I, Cohen? I didn't know what they were saying until later. I'm like, you're fucking saying yeah. colon. So for whatever reason, every member of the Colon family has a little person version of them. But they and didn't. They only, were only two. But we only of them. see two. But we only that we see. So one of them Stupid. is little Edward, and he spends the entire movie trying to. Sexually harass uh, Bella. Well, he does sexually yeah. harass Bella throughout the entire movie. Yeah, and no one's into it. He's just he's annoying the entire time. And then enter Jacob, because that was inevitable. Right. All right. Who wants to describe this guy? All the werewolves are big, and and not only are they big, but we never see them as werewolves. We only hear them. As puppies, <laughs> this movie couldn't afford werewolf effects. <laughs> I know. Okay, they, all right. So, but okay. So then I then it. Are, are you making fun of big people, or are you glorifying? I mean, I seriously the amount of shape we should, I, we should right, clear right yeah. exactly because in the in the in the movies the 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 wolf pack are yes. all very large muscular men, ridiculously ripped. Right. Exactly. And, and so in this one, they're just large, as in overweight and out of shape. Except for one. There's, like, one who's just super right. skinny. And because he's, I guess because he's young. He's the puppy. Yeah, he's, he's the, the runt. Puppy. Right. And always shirtless. Yes. Always, always shirtless. shirtless. Which, and to be fair, they usually are in the movies, too. They are. But. It's true. And played all by Hispanic actors. Yeah, so Jacob, he spends the entire movie basically... Ma- he's the And eating. S- well, yeah, eating. He always he, is eating something. Eating and farting. Yeah, eating and farting. sometimes at the same time. Yep, and you know, and imprinting, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's just the hypersexual guy that just won't stop trying to, you know, have sex with Bella, like everyone else in this movie, except for Edward. <laughs> um, so Jacob and Edward meet at his place with uh, with the other out of shape guys. Oh, sorry, no, fuck, I fucked it up. Hold on. So Jacob and Bella meet at his place later for some reason to uh, with the other out of shape guys from the Wolf Pack, and they talk about imprinting. So 
So what exactly is imprinting in the books? Because I haven't read them before. How would you describe do, do, it? Do you want to take this I, one? I can take this. So, take this one. So in the books, what happens with werewolves is they call it imprinting, and it's when they see their soulmate, basically. And that is it. Once they've seen their soulmate, they that is their person forever and ever and ever. And it's as if the way it's described is like the world stops uh, the you know time slows down and in the books what That's happens sexy baby re- yeah, it is it doesn't no matter how it, old no that matter how well old and in the books what happens is Jacob imprints on Bella and Edward's child and so yeah weird so problematic it's so guys. it's so yeah it's weird and it's explained of- away because she grows up so quickly and blah Except blah that how, how the first imprinting you see is in Eclipse and it's with one of the other Wolfpack members. On a two-year-old. Yep, and it's, it's so gross, weird. Where's it's Chris gross. Hansen when you need him. Uh, so yeah, so so, but in this, Jacob's just imprinting on anything that makes him hard. Except it's just imprinting. Apparently, means just ejaculating. Yeah. Right. Your, that's all yeah, it means. That's all it means. That's all it means. That's all it means. And that's exactly what happens. Which, like, again, there could have they could have addressed the whole like I'm in love with a two-year-old thing. There could have yeah. been a joke in there somewhere. That's lowbrow enough. Right? right? Yep. This movie would not have been above that joke. No. no. I would argue there's more content in Breaking Down Part 2 for them to have made a parody movie than this one. Uh, so, yeah, he quote-unquote imprints all over her, and that's a great image to be left with in that scene. She tells him during the scene that she's also going to be changed by Edward. Once they get together as man and wife, he's going to change her into a vampire, and he's freaked out about this. Then he, then he imprints on her, and then she comes home, and Edward's like, hey, uh, I, I, what's that smell? And she's like, oh, it's just dog semen. And then she takes an Altoid? Yeah. Like, Does that imply that there was like a little bit of... I, like, I, I feel like they, they were implying that, but there was no setup for that. Again, no, a joke none. with no setup. Right. And no follow-through. Yeah. Right. Again. She's like a spray, like Axe body spray on herself or something. That's, again, something that I'd see in this That would have made more sense. Yes. Fuck and would have been funny. Yeah. So back at the Colon house. Okay, so let's talk about this crazy blonde girl uh, that's <laughs> hanging out there because <sighs> Rosalie. Rosalie. Here's the thing. This is what's great about Rosalie, and this is what I wanted to address before. She was uncredited in this. Yeah. Because I'm looking, I'm I looking guess. in the credits. I'm really? like, who's my hobo in a barn? There she is, Rosalie. Oh. And she's uncredited. And it's because she didn't want to have anything uh-huh. the fuck to do with this movie. But let me tell you why. why she's my hobo in a barn. She's there. Are, there's a very close runner-up, and we'll get to she it later. She wants the characters dead as much as we do. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. she is the audience. She mm-hmm. is the audience. Mm-hmm. The people when the people who were watching all these movies thought, "God damn it, Kristen Stewart, Bella, somebody kill this bitch." Okay, and and so Rosalie, all she does is try to kill Bella through the whole movie, Everyone and she else. keeps asking, "Can we please just kill her?" And she's only shooting other people because everybody gets in the way of her shooting Bella. But she is us, and so Rosalie. Is my hobo in a barn? I love you. And the actor's name is. Hold on, you just one second. It. It's um, Emma Bell, and she's done a lot of other things. The, a lot of these actors have done a because lot of other things. Because you want to have a future in film. Exactly. So she was uncredited, and but Emma Bell, you are my hero, and I love you. She yeah. was one of the parts of what I felt like could have been. I think that's one of the things that was most offensive about this movie 
there are the kernels of what could have been a really actually funny parody. Mm-hmm. Right. They're there. Like the fact that the production values were pretty high for yep. this kind of movie, yep. the acting pretty high for this kind of movie, mm-hmm. the direction wasn't terrible. And then scenes like that were legitimately funny. The guy who played the doctor dad, that was legit the whole bit when he's, well, we'll get there. Yeah. But yeah. like the fact that they, you set up these moments and then they ignored them for more fart jokes or sex jokes yep. was so disappointing. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And it, it seemed like, th- I mean, I think a movie that maybe took the time to make fun of the movie itself from the perspective of someone who necessarily wasn't a fan of the Twilight movies, like those who like had an outside perspective like I did around the time the movies first started coming out, that could have probably had a better audience because it was, you know, it wasn't, a ton of people were turning their nose up to Twilight when it was in its heyday. Whereas this movie felt like it was being made for the fans, but also with a type of humor that was completely. But was it? Yeah, like because who is I the had audience? that question because I I did I had that question. Who is this movie for? Because twelve year olds. Uh, uh, yeah, twelve year old boys. But then, if you didn't know the books or the movies, exactly, you would have been so confused. It would make no. It sense. makes no sense. So I I wrote that down. I'm like, who the fuck is this for because it's also not a love song to these books or these movies it's not we've said in this podcast before that a parody a true parody is a love letter mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. movie it's making fun of like meet the spartans right <laughs> i hate you so much right now okay i'm gonna go to back always back to space balls okay because that that's kind of a good touch tone yep. all those okay yes. so this and 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 uh, I don't want to jump the gun, but the end of this movie proves my point. So it's like, what? Who were you making this for? Because you weren't making it for people who knew the source material, and you weren't making it for people who didn't know the source material because it wasn't funny and it wasn't good. But it was made by someone who really knew the source material. That's what's so confusing. Right. Like. There is specific shit in this movie. Yes. That, like, only someone who really loved the books or the movies would know. Like, the whole sequence that's coming up next. Yeah. Well, we, we should probably describe the whole thing with Rosalie. Her name was Rosalie. Rosalie. Yeah. So, what she's doing in the house during this entire scene is when they're just talking about nonsense, is just dissing on Bella and trying to kill her from across the room like, mm-hmm. with, like, you know, blow, like, blow, blow darts, darts, knife. Gu- yeah. Knife she in the gut. At some point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all she's doing in the scene. That's again. That's why she's fun. Um, this whole dramatic chat, quote unquote, is cut short when they realize they missed some of Ace of Cakes, and that's what ends the scene. Yep. And actually, again, that was a joke I actually enjoyed. Seriously, it's a great show. There's it a, is a great show. There's a great fan parody um, account that essentially takes the premise that Edward, if he has not slept with anyone, he's a 150 year old virgin. What has he been doing that whole time? Well, the idea is that he's like this stay-at-home, like obsessive compulsive person who loves to scrapbook and like <sighs> likes to take a toothbrush and clean the grout in the bathroom because you know, hundred fifty-year-old virgin. So I felt like that was tapping into that fan headcanon. And that actually, so that joke really, I I actually laughed at that. Yeah. Possibly yeah. the only thing I laughed at in this movie. Mm. So throughout this movie, we have a lot of intercuts with uh, Bella talking, to addressing, uh, you know, doing op- uh, doing narration as we pan over shots of where is it, Washington? Washington. Yeah. So Forks. we have that. Forks. I was just there. Forks. No kidding. 
Yes, you were. <laughs> so this particular narration, we get a bulimia joke, which... Oh, uh, my God. Ha, ha, ha. Again, why? Like... Yeah, I guess that she's a you know a teenage girl. She's got to have bulimia. Fuck you, twelve year old boys. And she's a vegan. Mm. But then she talks about going to In and Out Burger. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it's almost like this movie doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So Ed and Jacob start working together to protect Bella because uh, okay, so the situation is is that there's someone out to kill her. We established that. We don't really know a whole lot about that yet. We don't know why. Yeah, unless you've read the books, books. right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, and then we need to talk about the g- how the hell do they get this guy in the movie? So I, I can't have an answer for that. Go for it. Are we talking about? Yep. Danny Trejo. Yep. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo has been in almost every one of Mr. Moss's films, so they mm-hmm. have a relationship. Oh, they must That's be buddies. Gotcha. Yeah. Buddies. Got it. Does he turn down anything? Probably not. And uh, you know what? You go, Danny Trejo. No, exactly. We know who yeah. he is. Right. He's part uh, of the star him. power in this movie. I love him. And um. This is in this particular sequence. I was like, wow, wow, because when you said Alyssa that they whoever did this knew the source material. This is a story that you could easily gloss over. I mean, it not. I mean, it is. A, it's an important story, but the fact that they did this entire thing with the ancestors and all this stuff, and Danny Trejo's the one doing it. I I, I was kind of impressed by it. Though the execution was very, very, very bad. bizarre. It was, it was. ridiculous. So he's telling the story of the why werewolves and vampires hate each other. Uh, mm-hmm. I do not want to talk about this scene. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually something that happened. That's from the very first, first book. book. This happens mm-hmm. in the very first book. So again, mixing, like, why are you mixing in stuff from the first book if you're assuming these people, it's so confusing. Okay. So, I and I... I know this is not the case because I'm not going to give them enough credit for this. But the fact that every Native American, you know, werewolves in the Twilight books are Native American. They're a Native American tribe. In this movie, they're all played by Hispanic folks. Mm -hmm. And I don't, like, it could be in a metacritical place, you know, Hispanics often play Native American characters because Mm -hmm. it passes to most people's eyes. But I'm not going to give them enough credit to nope. make that <laughs> a meta Hollywood joke. Nope. Yeah. So it's it's the origin story of why vampires and werewolves don't get along, and the um, cold white man. <laughs> you zip. You take yeah, this. Zip, yeah. Zip, tell us. Been so quiet tell us the backstory of the uh, Native Americans uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the vampires. <laughs> So the uh, the the white man. <laughs> <laughs> that appears. Yeah, it's uh, they're all characters played by Johnny Depp from various movies. Yeah. So for it's no goddamn reason. For yeah. no reason. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Jack Sparrow shows up first. First. And then he introduces the rest of the gang, which consists of Edward Scissorhands, uh, Willy Wonka, and uh, uh, Mad Mad Hatter Hatter from Alice Alice movies. I kind of wonder if they were taking it off the scene in the second Pirates movie when Mm. Jack Sparrow is running away from the, the native tribe. He's being chased by them. And they were like, oh, that's funny. And then 
they were like, we'll just bring in all the rest of the Johnny Depp characters because that makes logical sense. I think they were just thinking, hey, Johnny Depp. Well, it's just, now. he's all all of those characters are pasty white men. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's really the only reason. God, thank God they didn't make that movie recently. We could like drunk domestic abuse Johnny Depp in there too. Oh, yep. Uh, um, you just throw wine glasses at them. That's not funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, we get Edward Scissorhands. Basically, they're all just like sitting on these people, like either farting on them, teabagging them, or hitting them with canes. Yep. And that's and they're supposed to be early vampires. Yeah. And sure. Then, <sighs> and then we get the leader of the tribe, Mark Epstein. So the leader of their tribe was a rabbi. Right. And his wife was Zoe Saldana's character from Avatar. Right. Because, sure. So you're telling me... So, I mean, this is offensive on so many levels. <laughs> um, this and is I, the scene where I thought would break you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, of course, because Jews... Jews, Jews are always funny. Especially when they're Native American Mexican Jews. I mean, <laughs> honestly, really? And then Avatar, what? With a splash in the beast. So not only are you, oh my gosh, I'm getting so angry right now. Not only have you taken Native American culture, but cast Hispanic Americans as these people. Then you've appropriated and sort of just said that they came from us from jews and then aliens is that what you're saying about native americans and then johnny depp is a vampire but, but, but no it's okay because they fight him off with angry birds right so it's okay but see if only they had had him from uh dark shadows then it would have made uh, sense. Why did, how did I they know. miss that? I think that was came out before? like this the, the next yeah. year, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I just, Todd, I, can't, I, mean, like, I can't. That would have made sense. Yeah, it's none, of, none it of it sense. made sense. No. No. And I think it was just like Jews are funny. We're gonna throw that in. Like a Navi. <laughs> hey, Avatar was like Native and people. That was funny. If you haven't picked up on it yet, she's a Jew. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Adina's Jewish. That's the whole point of that whole scene. Well, you're hilarious. No, that movie. These movies came out the same year. Dar- the Dark Shadows movie with Johnny Depp came out the same year as this so, movie. So, once again, another so missed opportunity. So they would have known that it was coming. Yeah. You would think. They have uh, Danny Trejo saying that it was a mitzvah, that their tribe leader defeated the white, cold white guy. So, you know, I, look, I got to give props to Danny Trejo for saying the shit he said in this movie. Well. He committed... I, you know, I think he might have been embarrassed. I felt embarrassed for him. Well, especially the fact that it ends with, with him having to go take a shit. shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just shits himself and we never see him again. And the, here's the thing. Yeah. This is, you guys, this breaking wind shit, this farts and sharding thing goes throughout this entire movie. Yeah. And there is never any clear explanation. It is just a thing. And it's not specific to just the werewolves. It is... Everybody. And I just, I don't understand it. I, you know, if that were a thing, like, if it were the way to mask Bella's scent, which they use it for that, but it's not just 
for that. Okay. They, it, I, I, oh my God, it made no sense. Just because that's the name of your, uh, sorry, <laughs> Zip is laughing at me because I'm, I'm trying so hard to latch on to something in this film. And it's, I why? Mean, <laughs> why? Just channel the date Let movie go. hatred. <laughs> but you know what? Let but like, go. you know, God. farts are funny. Right? They can, they they can, can be. be really funny. As we've discovered in this podcast, there we have discussed this many times. They yes. can be right. funny. So, like, yes. if you were going to take it, if that was going to be your premise, that, like, farts are the joke, so make that the through line, that would have been one thing. But make that what makes them travel so well, quickly. That's the oh, thing. See, that would have been funny. And there's see, a line. that would make sense because it works. There's a line in the movie. It says, we must be ready to break wind if we have to. Didn't Trejo say And that? in that reference, yes. they're only yeah. talking about being able to move quickly. Right. Nothing about Nothing farting. Else. So that's the thing. It's just, a, right. it's just saying it so that, ha-ha, that's where we came up title with the reference line. to our title. Ha-ha. So uh-huh. But and it that's doesn't the thing. pay off. It doesn't pay off. Nothing yep. pays off. Yep. So including watching this movie later on no. we get introduced to something called newborns which are basically vampires that are just you know new Re- recently bitten yeah. yes which that means they're super strong because they're fresh and they call And they're them out of control that's the yeah. other thing and this is in the books yes when they're i mean the reason why the Cullen family does okay is because they've learned to control their impulses they don't. They don't eat humans. They hunt. They go get animals and that kind of stuff. And that's why Carlisle can be a doctor and be in an emergency room and all that kind of stuff. But a new vampire is completely out of control and can't. It, it can't. There's a heightened strength, so there's it, a danger there. There, it, it's always a danger, yeah. and usually they have somebody with them, helping them out. Yeah, sure, but this case is just an army being led by uh, Victoria. Who is angry for some reason? I can't. I don't. And know. Ronald, you wouldn't know. Ronald. Well, you wouldn't know you until later. Well, see, you also wouldn't right. know if you hadn't read the books right. or seen the movies. Because Victoria, because that's back from the oh, very they, from Twilight. They say his yeah. name. He's one. just some guy, though, isn't he? Is no, he, his name is Ronald. Isn't and he guy gets bit in the beginning he, of the movie. Yeah, he's yes. the be- And at How the first, fuck do they know his name's Ronald. Well, they they don't. I mean, we well, don't trust him. Though, I know, right? But don't. You're, do you can too much? Yeah. yeah, and I was disappointed because when I first saw that actor, I thought it was the guy who plays Junior in Under the Dome, who I thought was really great, and it wasn't. I was so disappointed. I mean, Shouldn't I was you happy. Be glad? I, I was glad yeah, that it wasn't him. Though. So yeah, but Victoria, Victoria's partner was killed. Yes, uh, in James, the first in movie. First movie. So this is again, you're you're combining movies, you're combining books, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It wasn't made for... Yeah, so Ronald is the leader of this new army. Called noobs. Yeah, noobs. Yeah, because get it, noobs. Because you've got to bring in, you know, internet gaming slang. Uh, Again, written by internet trolls. Leech speak. (laughs) So we get a scene at night where Bella's almost raped by, by by little Edward... That was pleasant. Again, why? And because he's a little person and it's funny. And they treat him <laughs> like a dog. Okay? Yep. So they equate this person with an animal. Okay? Yeah. I love me some dogs, but a little person is not a dog. No. So once again, fuck you. No. Exactly. And we get more narration. We It's like Bella is masturbating or something because we just hear her moaning and then she's like, oh my God, the mic was on. And then, yeah, yeah, again, was, what, for no reason. Again, why? Yeah, because sex is funny, no matter what context. Yeah. Um, we get a scene where Jacob and Bella are about to kiss when they're talking, and then TMZ shows up again, and 
again, same rehash joke. They get pissed, walk off. They divulge some stupid, stupid ass secret that doesn't pay off later. And then we get to the house party scene. Okay. So I'm going to give this scene some props because they actually have something that happens that actually pays off later in a stupid way, but does. Jacob gives Bella a gift, which is a piece of cake that he's literally just holding in his hand. <laughs> that he made. That he made. <laughs> he made a piece of white cake. Yeah. Okay. He, he's just holding any hands to her. And then at some point, uh, what's her name? What, who's the psychic one? Alice. 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 Yeah. So it's here that she learns that, that this army of noobs is headed for them. And so they all like are being warned about this at the party. The party's a big deal in the books. It's what? a huge deal the, in the, the books. The party is a huge deal in the books. Aren't there several? Well, this one in particular. Oh. Well, not in this movie. Because Bella's graduating and right. hence incoming uh, potential marriage yeah. and things. Doesn't and she don't they get engaged at the graduation party? They get I engaged. You're at the now. Party. You're not getting any younger. About time you settle down and Pre- get it. That's hitched. pretty much the message of these books, which is another thing I find offensive about right. them. Yeah. Because once you Bella's whole thing is like once I turn 18, then I'm going to start aging, and you're not going to love me anymore, so you have to turn me now. It's like, yes, because getting older is the worst thing you could do as a woman. All your mm-hmm. potential goes away. Uh, they're walking in the woods the next day, Bella and Edward, and she rips off basically the Sex Panther joke from, uh, from uh, Anchorman with, uh, with the whole white cake line, because she's like, hey, yeah, I can't eat white cake because it makes me super gassy, like the most gassy thing, and she just starts listing all kinds of things that her farts smell like when she eats white cake, which... Again, this is another point where I was like, I need to put, I just need to go outside and rethink my life for a little bit. I wrote, why are we talking about your farts? Right. Again. Again. It's funny. Farts are funny. It doesn't matter what what the context is. If you just talk about farts and things that are scatological, then it's funny. So we get a training scene because then we need to prepare for this incoming army of noobs. Which doesn't really lead to anything. This this scene was so stupid. It was so stupid, but I actually kind of found it funny mostly because... Password. Because of Jasper. Because in the books, Jasper was a Confederate soldier, and he fought in the Civil War, and the fact that the actor kept slipping in and out of a Southern accent in that way, like, oh, okay. I hearkened back with A, the terrible wig that they forced that actor to wear in the actual movies. Oh, my God. Looked just like that. Sure did. And... Same thing. His accent came and went as he pleased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that I actually, it's again, it's one okay. of those, a real fan. But unless you've yeah. actually seen, seen it, it, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get And I feel joke. like this guy, there was so much more potential for funny in this scene with this actor in particular. And I feel like he wasn't given the opportunity. Like, I feel like this might have been an improv guy. Yeah. And that if they had mm. just let him go, I, like, I feel like there was potential for serious funny. I'll and there this. was not. Also, hitting women is hilarious. Oh, oh my God, the best. I mean, I was going to say, physical comedy is definitely not this guy's strength, but even the joke itself is terrible. It's yeah. just, people just, he's like, run at me. And then he just takes a pot shot at them. Right. You know, it's like, okay, I'll hit you with a bat, or I'll hit you with... They didn't have a stunt coordinator. No, no. And you could t- clearly see some of the... They didn't have the a fight choreographer. They had nothing on this. Yeah. And they, a couple of them had that thing, like, where you fall, but you kind of, like, try to, like, carefully fall. <laughs> and and maybe they were trying theater, uh, maybe they were trying to undercut <laughs> the fight buddy. scenes because the fight scenes were pretty spectacular in the films. I mean, there are all sorts of aeronautics and all kind of shit going at on. Least funny in the films, they are funny, and but at least there's fights. Yeah. But this, so maybe they were like, well, we can't all do all that, so I'm just going to punch you. Yeah. 
beyond that, the only thing I took of note in this scene was that, you know, he references Mighty Joe Young and in a really weird, random uh, reference to Training Day, which, okay, Mighty Joe Young, that w- that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... I, I haven't seen either of those movies, so I obviously yeah, missed Training Day. Training Day is great. Oh, it's like this movie, but good. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing like this movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> uh, but again, who's this movie for? Uh, right? Fans of Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've seen both of those movies, and I did not get that I didn't get the reference either. No, no. And I've seen them both. He's you like, know. Mighty yeah. Joe Young ain't got shit on me. And I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, oh right. that's right. He right, did right, say right. that. Yeah. Right, yeah. So Jacob then stays with Bella because he, they have to hide her scent, and he's the smelliest person in the movie, as they, as they say, because guess why? Farts. Farts. So that's the joke. So they, they run off. Uh, Bella, then next scene, she's talking to her dad about marriage, and she tells him about the engagement, and we get this stupid running gay sex joke that he keeps going with. It's like, okay, we get it. Oh, you, you, you got more to say about it? Okay, keep going. Yeah, oh, it was more. so oh, great. Great. long. It Why was, was it so long? Yeah, I did appreciate the boop with yeah. the antiquing. I did laugh at that. <laughs> what oh. is antiquing? <laughs> Skytram with an eighty-five-year-old man. <laughs> boop. boop. Yeah, that made me laugh, and and I love that that came back. So there were there were like one or two little things that paid off. Do we do and we think that the two actors that appeared at the end of that scene were actual porn actors? God, I hope so. Yeah, the sex ed sequence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was right. Who knows? I mean, uh, but seriously, it's like the uh, again, it's all about penises and vaginas. Even though it was the 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 two actors um, were actually covered just enough, right? Because the camera was framed just so that you could actually see the, uh, the little thing that was covering his junk. Yeah, yes. I noticed that. Yep. And yep. they had the, the way her hair came down just completely covered her nipples. Which yep. is weird. This is clearly an R-rated movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you see dog semen at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. Uh, you're, and you're going to draw the line of nudity? Yeah, that's the line. <laughs> that's <Right>. the line. <laughs> okay, movie. Now we know. That's <laughs> yeah. the line. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> well, speaking, of, speaking of sex we have the attempted sex scene next with Bella and Edward who wants to talk about this one I don't, I don't. I, seriously so we, we see earlier on that she's got this Ebony Thunder magazine so it's supposed to be uh, like a playgirl which is all black men whatever so we understand that Bella has a thing for black men Okay. Well, that, it was that was actually set up during the party scene, right? Yeah, yes. it's so, actually yeah. set up from the very beginning. There's like a reference to it at the very beginning yeah, of the movie. That's so, that's so a through joke that successfully brought back up, yes. whether it should have been or not. Right, right, exactly. So, so yeah. So there's that, and so basically, Bella's trying to get Edward to have sex with her, and so she makes him put on an afro and a basketball player's jersey and. Call her bitch. Call her a call bitch. LeBron. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I, ugh. there's so many things wrong. Like, there's so many levels of bad. It gets worse. 
Because then she starts objectifying herself. Like, she puts on, like, a stripper outfit and starts stripping. There's, like, another guy the in the room who's cheering her on. Thing. It's like, okay, Which, so wait. But it's so it's so random. Like, it happens so randomly. Yeah. It's almost, like, not this connected. This fucking random. There's right. nothing. Well, yeah. But it right. took me out. Like, I all of a sudden, I thought, are we in a strip club now? Yeah, I didn't. But it did we not still connect in the bedroom. that she was trying we to s- turn him on. Like, it right. was so badly set up. You it. Did not understand that that's the, what no, she was the trying thing to do. Is this movie, this, the writing process this movie reminded me of like that episode of South Park where they find the writing staff of a uh, family guy where it's like just like a bunch of manatees <laughs> in a tank of idea balls. <laughs> Except all the idea balls are either sex related, fart related, or gay sex fart related, right. which is kind of you know, an amalgamation. So right. one of those, and that's how they wrote this movie. Yeah. And yeah. this scene uh. exists because, hey, this manatee picked up the sex ball. I just, I don't, I, I mean... <laughs> He uh, <laughs> picked up the sex ball. There's some uh, fan that, art possibilities yes, right there. Somebody draw that. Twenty minutes short of just that. Yeah. <laughs> Infinitely funnier, better than this movie. Funnier right. than this entire movie. Yeah, I just I the thing is, it wasn't about Edward not being attracted to her and not wanting to have sex with her. It was because he wanted to wait to get married. Okay? Yes. So and she knows this. And she keeps on him, and that pissed me off. And then, but then it was like, okay, so the only way you're going to have sex with me is if I'm a stripper, or that you have to have Viagra. And like, yeah, she forces Viagra into him, and then she's like, "Come on," and he's like, "Nothing." He's like, "Ah, oh, you're the worst." Like, fuck you, Bella. Yeah, he's already told you. It's not about how you look. It's he's waiting. Well, it's another one of these like things that happens in the book, the real book and movie, mm-hmm. but that has so it's something that a fan would know but it's not connected yeah. right it, it, plus the it other makes thing no sense is in this context the other thing is when vampires have sex they're very powerful and he could potentially kill her which is weird Spoiler <laughs> okay. alert. right so yeah but that's the other reason is he when, when they're in that state they they have a lot less control too so he don't want to kill her no. so fuck you bella Fuck this movie. Mm. Well, fuck that in the books, too. Right. Because that's a whole thing in the books. Yeah. Because, again, like, he's a 150-year-old virgin. Bless his heart. I know. Bless his his heart. Bless his dead heart. (laughs) We we cut to a scene with Victoria and and what's his name, Ronald? We get another TMZ joke with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, same, same Again, so funny. Yeah, revealed no. intel. That, you know, she likes it in the butt or something like that. Something stupid. Um, so then we get to a scene where, uh, she, like, Bella's like marking like her blood, her like her period blood on a tree. Oh my god! Again, it's another it very specific. We're getting back into the very specific plot. Of the books and movie Wait a that makes it does not involve period okay. blood. No, okay. Okay. Thank you. no. That's what is that way? What? And that no, no, no. and that's when I wrote <laughs> the the, the pad shit crossed the line for me. I'm sorry. That's seriously. It's, no, it's disgusting. That crossed the line. What will come after that? <laughs> we just found a Dina's line. It's my line because shit. that is not okay. All right. So she was marking the tree to to send the the um, noob vampires off the scent because we knew that Jacob was going to cover her scent with his farts. Blah blah. Because they're going to go hide out in a tent. Edward and Bella. But the period blood. I'm like, okay. First of all. Nobody needs to see that shit, okay? I don't even like to see that <laughs> shit, okay? And I lived with that for many years. That is, no. <laughs> it was so gross. And, and. <laughs> oh, God. But, like, Jacob of course they up. went there. Like, of course they did. I'm At that point, I was not surprised. <laughs> but then Jacob shows up and dips his sandwich in it. 
and eats it. Because he thought it was ketchup. Because, of course, there's going to be ketchup on a train. And nobody stops him. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know. Okay. Jack, Jack has put down the mic now. And he's just And he's just got his head in his hands. I know. Right? I know. This movie. It's. Yeah. Please, please, At that please point, don't I'm pretty sure I was chopping onions <laughs> and just looked away. It's, it's okay if you cried. I did too. I, I'm, I'm not saying if there were or were not tears. I wasn't chopping onions. I can admit to having cried, though. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Period, periods are funny, you guys. Mm. Right? Yeah, right? I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm quiet. Yeah. Sexism is funny. Uh, period, blo- period jokes are funny. Farts oh are funny. God. Rape is funny. Uh, Everything's funny in this movie. Uh, there's, no, there's no lines. Everything, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Zip, you good, buddy? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so Bella then runs from the army uh, up the mountain with Jacob. Uh, they're, so they're hiding out in the mountain now because they're, I guess, surrounded, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, don't try to understand. Don't try to understand yeah, this. No. It doesn't all. even really make that much sense in the book. It doesn't. I was it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Zip, I-, I want to hear your thoughts on the tent scene. The 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 tent scene, correct. Where Bella's Edward cold. is trying to make nice with Jacob, yeah, and and uh, Bella's asleep and cold, and and Jacob slips over behind her while Edward is talking and not looking, and Jacob rapes her in her sleep. Yep, that scene. That scene. Yeah. <laughs> That's a scene. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's a scene that exists in this film. It is, and it is horrible. And if you don't know the books, you don't know that Jacob is next to her because he is, um, as a werewolf, he his body temperature is warm. Yeah. And Edward's cold. And Edward is cold because he's he he a vampire and he can't help her. Poor, frail human Bella. Yeah, right. The worst thing to be, mm. to yeah. be a human. Oh, and, and, and speaking of being a woman and having a vagina, right before this scene, the noobs are trying to cross a lake and half of them can't swim. And one of, their, one of them has the excuse, I don't know how to swim and I have a vagina. And it's a guy saying it. And I'm like, trans joke. Okay, first of all, trans joke. And because you have a vagina, you can't swim? I think it was literally just an excuse to make a trans joke. I, I really do. Because there was no other reason for that. We haven't had a trans joke yet. We need to check that off the right? list. It is kind of like they had a list of things, right? offensive things to Box make jokes checked. about. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. And then, so, rape Bella in her sleep. That's cool. It's good. And But the fact that he... They were right there. I Okay, yeah, you got to suspend disbelief. that They're making so much noise. Mm-hmm. And he... I think, yeah, that's... And that's the joke. They play it off that she's enjoying it. Well, I know, and right. that's how they yes. thought they were going to get away exactly. with it. Exactly. Right. right. That's that's, yeah. that's what they did to try to make up for the fact that he is is just is raping right. her, pure and simple. And throughout the movie, Bella has not really pushed Jacob away 
at all. She almost kissed him at one point. Yeah, well, that, so that's the whole game she's playing they, in the books. Too. Yeah, yeah, they almost kissed, but then he imprinted right. yeah. in his yeah. pants. And the whole time it's going on, Edward is sitting there like, oh, maybe we can hang out and be good friends. Right. And we're going to go to Vegas and, yeah. and be bros and all that good stuff. Meanwhile, it's like the loudest sex right. ever going on, and he's not paying any attention to yep. it at all. And it, yeah. yeah, let's move on from Ray Jake is a tool. I've just seen that enough in our movies. Yes. Um, next is morning, it's the battle. An ongoing we've, theme. We've, we've seen a lot of movies with rape <sighs> as a yeah. joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the bottom 100. Want to come back? So tempting. <laughs> the next morning, it's the battle. Everyone's duking out. We don't actually don't really see any fights going on. It's just basically nope. vampires chasing uh, Bella and Edward around and. Ronald and Victoria show up. They attack again. I still would like to know why, th- how they know Ronald's name because they address him by name in this. But hey, fuck it, because it was in the script. Because yep. it was in the script, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Edward is getting his ass kicked because both of them are teaming up on him. So, and then we get shots of Bella reacting to this, but she looks like she's turned on during the sequence. Did you guys pick up on that at all? Or was it just me? I think it was just. She's like an, making surprise faces. An acting that choice like, that I think it was more like, oh no, people are fighting over me. Oh no, I like being fought over. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm a girl and girls love to be fought over. Yeah. <laughs> well, she tries to distract the vampires by cutting herself open with like a rock or something. Which so is, again, a, it is, that is a thing that happens. Did in she the, fucking like impale herself on the rocks? No, no, but she does injure herself because this is the thing about Bella. She's so clumsy, you guys. It's so adorable. She's so clumsy. You aren't <laughs> so pushing cute. your hair back nearly enough to be saying <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> like, so she like cuts herself to distract them and ends up like sle- like severing her artery. Right. You know, desperately she's injuring really herself. An idiot. Yeah, yeah. She's a she's moron she's again. Not starting my Twilight rant. Yeah. So she resorts when 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 the cutting herself open doesn't work. She resorts to the only thing that she has left. She eats the white cakes again. Which I did not up. understand. I didn't understand I did this not either understand because the white cake joke. I felt like there was something I was like, is, is this a, a joke I'm supposed to be missing? No, no, but the thing is, it so was like her, like her farts. Or, I don't know. Her farts were more attractive than the scent of her, her blood. blood. Yeah, which doesn't make so sense. That in a vampire. didn't make any sense. And I, I just want to backtrack just a second because we get a Laverne and Shirley joke right before this. And then um, there was we had our other gay joke that happened right before this because they were planking yep. and owling, which is not a thing, everybody. Owling <laughs> is not a thing, but they kept calling it really gay. And I'm like, what the f- fuck you? I don't know what this is. So, yeah. So, anyway, at this yeah, moment yeah, when that. she guts herself, this was when I, w- I was like, wow, this got really gory and violent all of a sudden. I mean, like... Like truly, when when Ronald beats the shit out of the cub wolf cub, I mean, smashing his head on the rock, that was really horrible. I thought so because it makes dog whimper sounds too. Right? Yes. So yeah, but I but to go back to the the white cake thing, it's like the blood should have gotten them off. Uh, that gotten v- Ronald and Victoria off of Edward immediately, but instead her farts do. But her farts offend Edward. So was it just that her farts are great for Ronald and Victoria? I mean, it made no fucking sense. 
whatsoever. Yeah, no, I, I got nothing for that. It just it, the movie's called Breaking Wind, so I guess maybe that's what Danny Trejo was talking about. We have to break. Win. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they just figured they had then, to come back around because that was their title. We're right. under quote on fart jokes. We gotta keep this going. Mm-hmm. But then he he cuts off Victoria's head with whatever I don't even know what. Yeah. And it's a pinata. Candy spills out of her head. Yeah. Ri- yeah. No, it's Why oh my not? God. What? <laughs> Why not? And speaking of children's jokes, so we have <gasps> kids that show up. All right, go ahead. Oh my that, God! I actually I thought was really funny. Loved this so much. Like they are my hobos in a barn runner-up because not only were they adorable, so cute. they established they're, they're, they're the they're the Volturi. They're, the Volturi. they're, they're yeah. Michael Sheen. They were. They had the best lines. You could barely understand a couple of them, which was great <laughs> because they all had the the lisp thing, or they had where they the 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 VF thing with yes. the right. Oh my God, these kids were so great! And in in huge letters, I have the kids. I love them. They made me laugh because that was the only time I laughed. Because here are these beautiful young children. I mean, they are beautiful. These kids are great and they pull down their hoods and then they just rattle off stats about <laughs> luck and it made me super happy the line reading was so cute and i do oh think one of them i saw like look at the director and got yeah. their cue and then yeah. turned yeah. back yeah. and did their yeah. lines yeah. it's like oh my god I and love you could them. see the little boy on the left on on the film who was uh, sort of mouthing along with some of them were oh my god oh. they were my favorite it was so great they were my favorite so and then actually one of the callbacks that really worked was they were like oh no some some show is on yes. which i was like yeah. okay well i forgot well, to dvr yeah. it right yes. and then off yeah. they go that actually a callback that worked mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i like they were fun the part that made me laugh with them was like when they run off and they realize that there's something on and the camera like it keeps going just before like they just after they hit their marks so like yes. one of them kind of stops like, right yes. and then it cuts they, away and it was so cute like you could tell that like that are we good do we get our lines right you know i'm like oh my god precious it, this is this Are you proud this of moment your producer, daddy right <laughs> This moment, this whole scene is the best part of the movie. I'd agree. It's the only reason. I would just fast forward all the way to the end and watch this or find a clip of it because that's worth watching. Period. Yes. So at this point, the battle's won. The day is saved. The Volturi have fucked off. Then the wedding happens. Mm -hmm. Which Uh, is hilarious because it's like a huge... The wedding Mm -hmm. is like a massive part of the books. Because... Right. Apparently, um, not only is uh, um, what's the sisters the Alice's, Alice Alice's superpower is not only she's psychic, which again you would not know because again such a specific detail from the books. Right. Also, her second power is party planning. Right. She's obsessed with planning parties. She plans the graduation party. She plans Bella's entire wedding, yeah. and it's like half of Breaking Dawn Part One. Yeah, <laughs> is it is. The lead up to this wedding. It is. Well, the wedding, aside from like a booger joke, we really didn't get nothing out of it because we haven't yeah. checked off booger yet. So This hey. was the part when I was like, oh, are we in the trailer for the next of these right. parody movies? Don't because tempt all the scenes were right. so short. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was really strange. It was like mm-hmm. all of them were like 30 second clips. It was a weird choice. It was weird. I I I definitely think that's what it is. They they based uh, the whole wedding part and then the honeymoon part off of the trailers yeah. because at the time they were making this, that's the only thing that would have been available. Uh-huh. To them. Right. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Because part 
Breaking Dawn Part 1 came out in 2011. Part 2 came out the next year in 2012. This movie was released in 2012. So they would not have seen either of these movies before uh, actually filming this thing. Eclipse would have been the only one they seen, which is why they spent so much time on On it. it. And then just decided to throw in everything we've seen from the trailers of both parts of Breaking Dawn onto the end of this movie. And they wanted to go with the Breaking Wind name because it's because so clever. that's the movie that was going to be out at the same time their this movie was, came out. Right. That makes it sense. It makes way more sense. <laughs> sense in quotes. Looking it? at it that way. Right. But it still would have made, it would have been more sensical to parody the entire series. Yes. In one In film. In one film yes. instead of specifically saying, hey, we're parodying this particular movie and then miss the mark completely. Yeah. The honeymoon, they, they have se- they fuck and they fuck a lot and and then she wakes up the next day like acting like she's pregnant, touching her stomach, but no, she just has to shit. And then yeah. we get an extended sound effect sequence of diarrhea. Where apparently which, the door is open. Yeah. Because uh. it's shot like POV from Edward. Right. It's like uh. she's just, okay. Sitting on the toilet. That poor actress. Mm. Like, I hope she got equity, equity points for this. So then we get an actual pregnancy scene because she actually is pregnant. She has a baby. And it's like, hey, Edward, you're not the dad. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, who is the dad? When I was thinking at the time, okay, it's going to be Jake because Jacob, he raped her. Because, right, right. right. Yeah. But no, no. It's little Edward. Which is a which lot. Which makes of no sense. W- Again, why? Like, yeah, why? Well, it's it's kind of fucked up because she's never shown any remote interest in him up until this point. Well, so it just doesn't make sense anyway. No. Mm-mm. It doesn't, it deviates then from the whole point of the books because right. Renesme. 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 Let's, let's not talk about Renesme. That <laughs> name, I'm still not over that. We, we find out that little Edward's the father, and that's it. That's the end of the movie. We get padding throughout the, cr- oh, excuse me, uh, 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 tribute to fans in the. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about oh, this. Yeah, let's talk about this. Go ahead. Okay. Zip. So yeah. the credits start. And basically, they it's like he puts uh, puts up a message saying it that says, the this movie is dedicated to the Twihards, which is that's the what name it says, of Twilight, name Twilight fans. fans. Correct. And then, especially this one. So especially, the, well, it, yes. and it shows. Well, it shows several of several them. Several of yes. them. Yes. Yep. Um, so it's it's obviously YouTube videos mm-hmm. of people reacting. To the trailer yes. for the movie Eclipse. Yeah. I think it's actually, it, I bet it was Breaking Dawn, part one, that they were reacting to. They all say to. it's they Eclipse. Say it's oh, do they all say they it's Eclipse? They say okay. it's Eclipse. They say it's Eclipse. Yeah. Well, let's, Especially let's, the last one. Let's linger on that. They, mm-hmm. This movie ended at what? An hour, five, ten minutes tops? It's like an hour, ten. Yeah. yeah. The rest of the movie, about eight minutes of credits, mm-hmm. is YouTube videos. Yeah. Of yes. fan reactions. It's YouTube videos of YouTube fan reactions. videos. Mm-hmm. Continue. Uh, and so we see, one, uh, and, and we just see the various reactions. So it's like one woman is watching it and getting all excited about what's about to happen. Uh, we daughter. see another person, yeah, watching with her daughter. We see a group of, uh, of fans together all watching it. Uh, and then they get to one specific person. And they focus on her videos for an extended amount of time. Like three or four minutes. Yep. Yep. Several yep. minutes uh, 
several different videos. Yeah, about she's Eclipse. A, she's a very uh, famous twi- twihard. There you go. Person. And so it starts with her getting excited because she's about to watch the trailer for Eclipse. And then you see her reactions to the trailer. And then you see her talking about it afterwards and everything that she can't believe that she saw in the trailer from the books that's going to happen in the movie. And then you see another video of her talking about having already seen the movie and then having seen it five times and still discussing how it might be her not only her favorite movie but the best movie ever made and blah, 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 blah. And... Which, that's fine. That's all well and good. But here's my issue. (laughs) Two issues. One, like Jack said, you're padding out the runtime by using other people's content. Yep. But saying, oh, this is a tribute to all the fans. No. No, I don't think if any of those people who had to have given their permission, because in fact, there's the one scene where you have like three different people all watching in in their video clip at the same time. Two of them have their faces blurred out. Obviously, they did not give permission. Mm -hmm. Right. But the person who posted the video did. But that's what I'm saying is that if any of these people who ended up giving permission to use their faces or their videos in this movie then went back and watched the movie, I bet they were pissed off. They would be furious. They would be furious because, and that's my second point, is that to me... It felt like when they say, oh, this movie is dedicated to all the twihards, like these people. The way that they edit the clips together and show them made me feel like they were making fun of them. I 100% agree. Yeah. Not, not that they were like, hey, we're all celebrating in our fandom of this, of this series. No, it felt like they didn't say it, but it felt like it was like, look at these jackasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look yep. how they're crying over this stupid trailer. It's a well, trailer. It's not the, even a movie yet. The fact that they ended it with her. And then showing her. And there's a specific that they build up to all these different reactions. And then she's eating. She's like, right. all I can do is eat. I just, all I, can, I just have to eat this thing. It felt very pointed. Like exactly. It was like a fat shaming joke. See, that that's I, what they ended And that's the her. thing. I thought she was she's, super charming. She's a these gr- are I, these are very earnest people. Okay, you mm-hmm. know what? You can make fun of people who love Twilight, but there are people who geek out about all sorts of things. And if you're gonna do this to them, I say fuck you. Okay, because you say this is dedicated. And again, I'm gonna go back to parody is a love letter. Okay, exactly. this movie sucked. Okay, and if it, you if it you didn't barely. It barely qualifies as parody. As, right. Yeah. Okay. So then you're going to say, well, we dedicate this movie to the Twihards. And then, I mean, really? Fuck you. Because all these people, no matter what you think about the books, no matter what you think about the movies, it, means it meant something, something to, to them. them. Okay. And that's what makes me mad. Don't treat them like a joke. Right. Exactly. Don't. Exactly, like, and that's what this specifically felt like, is yeah, a joke. Yeah. It's like, we're actually making fun of how much these people really give a shit about this series. Yeah. yeah. That and we just shit all over. Yeah, so fuck you. Yeah. 
And on that note, that's it for the movie. Uh, we get a post-credit scene that amounts to nothing, but uh, beyond yeah. that, that's it. It's just the beginning again. It's just the beginning, just like an ex- extended sequence from it. So yeah. there's nothing. To, there's not even a joke in there. No. That's it. We're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back. <laughs> Okay, we are back. Anybody dig up any trivia on this movie? I did. Go for it. Yeah. So um, the Laverne and Shirley bit with the um, twin vampires, Heidi Kramer, who played Laverne, is married to Craig Moss. (gasps) Ooh. The writer-director. Okay. Interesting. Yep. So there's that. Mm. She has to go home to that every night. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Peter Gilroy, who played Jasper... Is in the upcoming Disaster Artist. Okay, <laughs> which is the the movie the based movie on the based book on about the, the behind the scenes experience of making the, the room. room. So he's in oh. he's in the upcoming movie that it should it's a, being released this year. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Emma Bell, I already talked about, who played Rosalie. She's uncredited. She was my hobo in a barn. Mm-hmm. Now this was my favorite piece of trivia because I really liked Alice, the person who played Alice. Her name is actually Alice. She was Ashley Green and Kristen Stewart's stunt double. This is a stunt person. Oh, she my is God. a serious, badass stunt person. And this is what she does. So she doesn't really get to act all that often. And I loved her. I thought she was great. And she looked... She channeled that character. Oh, my God. She did so perfectly. great. But she was... Yeah. Ashley Green and Kristen Stewart's stunt double. Well, I find it in a the movies. offensive then than that the one quote-unquote action scene the training sequence in this movie she gets beat down yeah. in five yeah, seconds she's not yep. actually utilized for her she abilities. wasn't all at all yeah. she choreographed yeah. that sequence which i doubt i very no. seriously doubt no she didn't so yeah so those were the things i dug up about this yeah no and then uh, like you said um that there there is a there's some sort of relationship uh between the the writer director and uh danny trejo because yes. they have done Several films together. In fact, as uh, right after this movie, uh, they did a movie together called Badass, a which is a Danny Trejo vehicle, uh, and they've made three of them now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So is this like guy... Badass, Badass 2, of Badass, I don't know. Ba- badass. And, and Badass 3 is Badass on the Bayou. And I know because all three of these movies have been playing recently on like Showtime or <gasps> Stars or something. Wow. Yeah, they have. Oh, That's we gotta look. And at I that. had and I did not realize it was the same guy. But those are the like the three movies where they've actually put effort into making like you know action films or revenge films kind of thing. Okay. All the other stuff he's done is all uh, mm. just really bad. Uh, yeah, parody. He, I was going to ask: Is this what this guy um, does? Yeah, he's yeah. for the most part. Yes. It, before the, according to IMDb, the first thing he's listed as a director was a short film from '98 called "Saving Ryan's Privates." There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's the one? With and the really then long title? the next one. There's two, there's two of them. Oh, okay. Uh, the next one was called "The 41 Year Old Virgin Who Knocked Up Sarah Marshall and Felt Super Bad About It." That's right. Got it. That's right. Mash was his first yeah. f- full-length film, I guess you would say, and then Breaking Wind, and then Badass, and then in between Badass and Badass Two, he made uh, Thirty Nights of Paranormal Activity with the Devil Inside the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. 
which is not even like making fun of a specific genre like the 41-year-old virgin was because those were all, you know, in, in the vein of those sex comedies that came out around the same time. This one is jumping all over the place. There was a little paranormal nod to paranormal activity. Oh, yeah, there in was. In Breaking Wind. Yes. So I wonder if he knew that he had already started working on that Maybe. script. Or that's just a deleted scene. Wow. He just felt like throwing in his own movie because mm. he obviously so needed padding. I think that I, like, okay, so I knew that there existed a genre of B-movies that are intended to be B-movies or bad movies. Like, there are people who make these and that is their oh, career. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in one. So, like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was real bad. And no one ever gets to know the title. I am I am credited under a fake name Ooh, on IMDb for that I, film. I know what I'm doing tonight. Ah. Good luck <laughs> trying to find it. <laughs> um, but I didn't realize that they were done on this level. Like, with this kind of production value. Yep. <laughs> so right, that said, let's move along to best line, worst line. I don't, you know what? I, I don't have a best line. I have Boo. lots of worst lines. Uh, well, here, I'll jump in. Go ahead. Um, and mine is completely random, um, but it's a- actually at the party scene. Um, when they're talking about what was the name of the magazine again? Uh, Ebony Thunder. Oh, Ebony Thunder. Ebony Thunder. They're mm-hmm. they're um, when he's talking about because uh, he he's holding a copy of Ebony Thunder, and apparently there's something there's something about Bella's huge vagina in the magazine or something like that. And but he's he's talking about it's all here in uh, Ebony Thunder, and someone says, "Well, what does that mean?" And he says, it's like a good magazine, and you can get 10 issues for nine ninety five. And to me, that was almost an airplane-level joke. Yeah. The only thing that was missing was, but that's not important right now. Right. Right, right, right. That's the only thing it was missing. Because I, I actually stopped and re- rewound it and listened to it again. And I'm like, oh, that was so close to being an airplane line. Yeah. 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 And that's if the they had gone movie. the extra distance, then it yeah. would have been the best joke in the whole movie. That's Nothing the kind but. of movie Jasper was in. Like, I felt like Jasper was always on the cusp of being yes. in that yep. movie. And and he, I don't think he was given either. He's not. I don't. I, I really feel like the, the guy had potential to do that. And I just don't think he was given. Yeah. yeah. Well, look what he was it's the, the material. Right. The, the yeah. material let everybody down. Yep. I have to say, I think my favorite was uh, the the. Little kids. Oh god! Yeah, the, yeah every. Did line. you DVR it? Yeah. Like that callback yeah. really worked for me. Oh, Plus, I forgot you know, to set the DVR. Adorable yeah. children. Yeah. My favorite line was Leroy Jenkins' line during the battle. Yep. That, Fair enough. That, that joke is never not funny to me. <laughs> it's always funny. <laughs> All right. For the worst line, Dina, what do you got? There are so many. All of them. All of them. But I, I did write down Lindsay Lohan ping pong balls and a mule. Okay. That came up uh, yeah. once. Sounds um, like a one? regular Saturday night to me. Yeah, yeah. regular Saturday. You know. Um, Zip, did you have one? Um, the the one that just irritated me the most because it's used so many times was any time um, they used imprinted. Uh, yeah. And just, was so it was bad. like, oh, I imprinted. There was no good. Sorry, I that. imprinted or yeah. <laughs> imprint. I, I had a hard uh, time. It just like, oh, God damn it. And any time they it. said, about, they talked about her large vagina. Large vagina, yeah. 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 Yeah, at one point it was uh, by Switzerland. You mean large vagina? Which 
the fuck? Uh, no. no. Why? No. What? Yeah. Would you dig up Alyssa? I think probably because we had to hear it twice was the monologue about how bad her farts smell. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah we did. We heard it twice. Verbatim. Verbatim. Twice through. Yeah. Right. My worst line was um, when she's trying to seduce Edward and she says, any guy would get, be giving his left nut to be nailing me right now. You know, I know it's a parody. I know it's stupid lowbrow comedy, but, like, it's just a level of objection we hadn't really seen at that point that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't. Yep. Nope. No good. Um, Is it bad, though, that following it, when the the customer comes out from the strip club bit and says, thanks, asshole, you killed my boner and threw something at Edward's face? I actually, that kind (laughs) of made me laugh. Threw the money at Edward. I don't know why that much, because it was so, like, absurd. He called him fuck snort. Which I thought there was you new go. and different. Fuck snort. <laughs> yeah, there That's you new go. And different. Yeah. That's <laughs> a quite a new name. I like it. <laughs> Drinking game. This should be pretty easy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Farts. Farts. Farts? Yeah. Or cavernous vagina. Yeah, that's that's the other drinking game. Exactly. You would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, any drinking game with this movie, you would sit. be dead by the And it's I only sit. an hour and 15 sit minutes. Sit for farts. Uh, shot for, for vagina, vagina, and then uh, finish it for imprinting. Maybe I don't there, know. There are yeah. twenty-one farts in this entire movie. So you, that's about I like, like that you counted. I, I did. Last up, we have what did they do right? I, I think I agree with the list. I think the production values were good. I thought the lighting was good. I thought the acting they, there was there was some yeah. great acting going on. I, I didn't have any. I thought the costumes were fine. Um, they weren't great. But the little kids' costumes were great. Yeah. Um, so all it's all modern dress, so it's not hard yeah, to do. Yeah, it's not the hard to. They just had to have uh, just just yeah. the ha- the hairstyles and specific clothing items of well-known characters from the yes. movie series, right. and that's all you had to yeah. do. Yeah, and the locations were fine. I mean, it was it wasn't yeah. it yeah. wasn't filmed in Washington. It was for, filmed in Los Angeles. But so, it looked but like it, looked, it was filmed in the same place they filmed the you know, original movies. So they they had they got all that right. Yeah, they got the, the they got the the whole. I think they got not the tone, not the tone of the like. I don't think they got the movie right, but they got the tone of the books and like what was going on in the movies right. So those are the things they got right. Everything else can suck my dick. There I think sp- specifically the characterizations of the Cullen family yeah. was spot on. spot on. Like every single, including even the ones who only have like one thing to say, like mm-hmm. um, the mom. Yeah, her voice and the way her mannerisms was like so accurate and yeah. carlisle killed me i that actually that scene when he's drinking her blood <laughs> and then doing that whole bit i was that was but yeah she looks away yeah that legitimately was funny back. yeah yeah but that's what it should have been like that the, one exactly. scene should have exactly. been the whole movie it sh- the, the parody style should have been more in the vein of naked gun yes yeah that kind of yes. parody or if style. you're watching angie tribeca right now that's what it should have been mm-hmm. the whole thing that's what that's what a true parody should always. This was be. lazy. Yeah, I think that's very that's, lazy. that's the biggest. Lazy yeah, thing. it was yeah, just that's ridiculous. That's exactly what it was. Which this we is hate. Prevalent, so let's just go ahead and cash in on it as much as we can. And we hate it. Obviously, it didn't pay off because this no. movie probably didn't make jack shit. Uh, all right. Well, that said, zip. Yes, we didn't like this movie very much. So, why no. tell us how much? Hmm. <laughs> by rating it on the flaming cinematic turd meter. <laughs> This would be easy to just throw it away as an automatic score, but uh, like you said, I mean, for those very reasons we just discussed, the, the act, all of these actors committed, 
And as a director, uh, that makes me so happy to no end, you know. Now, I'm sure to him it was even better because he wrote it as well. But that was the movie's downfall, (laughs) (laughs) is that they got a great group group of actors uh, and matched everything else up with the movies, but then failed to actually spoof the material you are trying to make fun of. That's what a parody is, a spoof is making fun of something specific, not just, well, we're going to use the same setup and then just throw in a bunch of shit and fart jokes. Right. No, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. (laughs) But that being said, uh, you know, there's some good stuff about it, but everything else can go to hell. So instead of going all the way up, I will go four. That's about it for our episode. Alyssa, you're super awesome to join us. Yay! Thank you, guys. Thank you all so much for having me. This yeah. was, this part was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, not, not so, much. so much. And so we love Alyssa, everybody. Love her. Oh, What's going on with you? Uh, so currently, uh, I am writing comic book reviews and other pop culture sundry as it comes my way for a website called AIPTcomics.com. Go there for your comic book, uh, Game of Thrones recaps, cosplay, mm-hmm. highlights, and wrestling fans. Yeah. We have wrestling content. We have some awesome writers covering wrestling. So nice. uh, check us out. It's a great site. Could you say your site again, please? AIPTcomics.com. Thank you. And nice. if you're interested in... Uh, I cover a lot of... Uh, image comics so it's more of the indie side of things and anything that has a strong lady who uh yes. is cool and sometimes kicks ass sometimes is just witty and interesting I, those are generally the things that i cover nice. Sweet. excellent awesome cool. yeah definitely check that out and that's about it for this episode of it came from the bottom once again i am jack i'm zip i'm adina and as usual we are brought to you by head games entertainment your ultimate source for digital series podcasts and more next time Simon Says.